What a way to start off the show, Mr. Joseph Massey. Welcome to the Best Got Beat. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with Warsaw reporter extraordinaire, Joseph Jigsaw Massey. It's Halloween. Jigsaw, you know Jigsaw, yeah? The film. Well, it's not, well, yeah, there is a film called Jigsaw, but what yeah. is it from the, from the from the cult horror movie that is, franchise that is? No, I've not seen Saw? You've not seen Saw? I've not seen it. Oh, mate. Uh, I, didn't want to start, I don't want to start on horror films. I'm what? not very good at horror films. But it's Halloween. I mean, what, what did you expect? you expect to talk about, you know, a rom-com at the start of this show? Well, no, I know that this is your big day of the year, isn't it? This is, this is your day huge me, day of the year. Um, we touched on it, didn't we, in the last podcast. I mean, yeah. you have big plans today, don't yeah. you? We started off, you were in early. I was in early, 7am start. 7am so you can finish yeah, early. Yeah, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. House is decked out. I'll be sending some pictures to you later on. Oh, I can't wait for the pictures. My wife is desperate to see the pictures after the big, like how we were describing it last time. It does sound amazing. Oh, it is amazing. I'll be sending you some Halloween pictures as well. But, you know, some uh, little cheeky pictures for you, little private pictures later lovely, on. Lovely, lovely. Uh, Add to the collection. Just bought, just bought a mask. Oh, that is frightening. Do you think it? Is that what you're going to jump out your car in? Yeah, I'm going to jump out the car with that, and I've got a, I've got a red balloon as well. So a little balloon. That is scary. It's pretty scary, isn't it? To be fair, we're going to have to put this a picture of this on the podcast image, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the problem the problem is is that at six o'clock you get your young kids, don't you, with the mums? Yeah. So I don't quite know whether this is the right look to scare someone. <laughs> scare someone, you know. You are five, scaring children for life tonight. At five fifty p.m. coming out of a car saying. <laughs> that is scary. Yeah, it's good oh, I can't yeah. wait for people to see that. I'm so excited. So we've got full, full, full size candy bars. Yeah. Full size um, chocolate bars. American candy. American candy. That's yeah. what you do, isn't it? Yeah. People. Alana's <clears throat> brought some something back with her. Um, something fish. Something fish. What's it called? Oh. Alana's your wife. You yeah, should so, point so, out. Yeah. Alana's yeah. my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called now. But they're like they're these fish things, like gummy fish bears, and they're, they're massive, massive in America. People right. love them over here as well. So, so yeah. what are you doing when you leave here? Is it makeup first? No, I when I leave here, um, I'll, I'll dash back um, at about seventy-one miles an hour. Yeah. Um, get back, and we've got to get the smoke machine out first. The smoke machine comes out because you can't leave the smoke machine out, you know, during the day, obviously. The smoke machine comes out, hologram um, image upstairs gets turned on. Um, we've got a sound system, music system, so that we hide in a bush. So that when people go around, we're playing the horror music all night until like about midnight. So th those three things have to be in place. Then I open, the, then I back the car in, but make sure that um, no one can see the car. So that when I go around, when when they come in, Alan opens the door to get the treat. I go around the side door into the car. So they can't see yeah, that I love in the that. car. I love that. And then I'm on the other side when they get there and they don't realise. So so that all needs to get set up basically. Um, apart from that, I've oh, got some candles going up the drive as well, so people can see the entrance and uh, characters. Yeah, a few characters. Yeah, there's about six zombies and and, this is and, and stuff. All, all when you walk past them, they all you know let off all these screeches and, and screams, so to speak. And then um, you're going to jump out at children. I'll jump out. Well, I'll get. I'll let them get their chocolate first. And on the way out, that's really that's when, kind. They, that's when they get their their fright. So well, it's what, Halloween. What do they expect? I know, but that is actually frightening. What you've got. What time do you think you'll put the mask on? Um, well. When we see them coming, so we've got a window, a bay window, looking out onto the onto the drive, so I can see them coming in. So I'll be with, um, you know, looking around. We've got a, you know a fire going, and I'll see them coming. So as soon as they're coming, we see them going up the up the driveway. A line will come to the door. The smoke will go off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. By that time, I've gone around the side and I'm in the car. But are you going to just wait for older kids? 
Oh, no, 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 I'm going to go the just, four. Just yeah. terrify six-year-olds. They, 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 they need to understand this early on. It's going to be the parents, I think, that are really afraid. The kids the, will be, like, shocked, but the, the parents... parents love it. The parents love it, mate. They absolutely love it. Like, people are, people are coming back, like, for, for second and third last time. Well, they are, I can yeah, imagine, yeah, I can yeah, imagine. So, what oh, about you? Uh, any any, any trick-or-treats in, in, in Shea Massey? Um, no, at Shea Massey, because while you've got a Halloween house of horrors, yeah. I've got an actual house of horrors. Wow, what? You can't I, say that about your wife. I am not having a good week. Mm. So as we you're actually not to be fair. I do, I do feel for you. I'm not having time. a good week. No, Come on, no, I'm going to no, get no, my no. little violin out and ask yeah. for sympathy from yeah. get the fiddle out. So this is day seven. I've worked in a row. Seven of seven. Finally got a day off tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. That was lovely. Um, but also we've got a new. We're getting a new kitchen at my house, no. and the kitchen is riddled with asbestos. So I've no. been booted out my own no. house. Yeah. So I'm staying with the in-laws. I thought I thought asbestos is normally like your attic kind of a situation. Are they? Is kitchens asbestos yeah. these days? Everywhere in my house. Really. It seems. We bought a doer wrapper. Oh, okay. I've been regretting it since the day it went through. Really? Uh, well, I'm not handy, see? No, I'm not They're handy. Like my generation, we're just not handy, are no, we? No, no, not good. Remember at school when we sat in hours of French and German classes and now you can't speak a word of French and German? How beneficial would it have been, would it have been if they just taught you to put up a shelf or something? Oui! Would have been, what was that? Oui! You agree? Yeah. Oh, French. yes, oh, I would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's been, a long, it's been a long seven days for you. <laughs> I gave up French. I gave up French. Goodness me. Stuck with German, but oh, yeah, ridiculous. So... I've got my own house horror, so I'll be trick-or-treating from my in-laws tonight. I don't think they've got the same commitment as you, but um, no, no. hopefully we've got some sweets. I enjoy it, I do. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. I prefer that to... Mm. Um, what, what else do I... What else do I really like? Like, I prefer that to Easter. Give me Halloween over Easter any day. Oh, yeah, Easter's a bit of a non-event, Easter's isn't it? bang average, to be fair. It's just, a load of, it's just a lot of chocolate and people getting fat for no apparent reason, isn't there? There's no Easter bunny. Whereas no. Halloween's real. Yeah. My mum turns the lights off at her house and just pretends she's not in. And I oh, think you can't oh, do no, that. It's really boring, isn't can't it? Do that. It's really cool. boring, yeah. So go for it. Maybe not as much as you do, but I definitely think go for it. So plenty, plenty <clears> of tricks tonight, Joe. You see this little link here. Plenty of tricks tonight, but, but a treat on Saturday in three points. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah three points for Walsall. A massive win against Wickham. Of course, it stopped the rot after those um, successive losses on the road. Summed them up briefly. Luton, absolutely dreadful. Don't need to say any more than that. Walsall no. weren't in the races. Southend, they did play a lot better than the 3-0 scoreline suggests. They were a touch unfortunate. Um... They were probably the better team for 70 minutes. They did crumble. Uh, well, they did sort of fall apart towards the end, but mm. they should have got, maybe should have got a draw that day. They certainly, the game didn't reflect the scoreline. But Wickham, yes, got back to winning ways um, at home to kickstart a run of five, five consecutive home games. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they got that result um, just to end that rot first and foremost and to go on to this little this spell at home with a bit, a bit more confidence, really. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, Strange, strange game. Um, Keats, Walsall were 2-0 up, and 2-0 up with 10 minutes to play, and they should have, from that point, seen it out. It was an odd game. I thought Walsall, for the first 15-20 minutes, were the better side, um, and then Wickham came into it, and they created two glorious chances that should have seen them take the lead. There's no two ways about it. Craig, yeah. Craig McHale-Smith, unmarked, six yards out, middle of the goal, mm-hmm. whole goal to aim at, heads wide. Nightmare. Um, they're the chances you do see missed in League One that you just don't see at a higher level. A um, couple of minutes after that, Paris, Paris, sorry, Paris Cowan Hall, a tricky winger, he sort of raced past Luke Leahy in the box and smashed the strike against the underside of the bar. Um, that should have, that, he'll have, well, he should have scored really. Um, Crowd getting nervous at this point? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so it was two. It was could have been two nil. It could have been two nil to Wickham that point. But obviously, Walsall survived. And yeah. you have to say, from that point, they were excellent. Um, Andy Cook scored um, from a free kick. Cookie. It's the, cookie. First 
league goal Sunders have scored from a free kick indirectly for like Luke Leahy fired in on the opening day of the season yeah. but Walsall just hadn't scored from set pieces this season so that was a big goal really um, double their advantage just after the break um, Isaiah Osborne tapped in from close range and then I've got I said it in my in my piece on Monday for the next 20 minutes Walsall were excellent they like there's a term isn't there game management mm -hmm. in football everyone mm -hmm. loves this game management term well for 20 minutes Walsall's game management was excellent I thought they really controlled the tie um, and Wickham didn't look like they were going to lay, lay a glove on them and then as it's a Walsall way, it was all too comfortable. Yeah. And they thought they'd just like, put the jitters in us. So they don't like to make it easy, do they? They don't like to make it easy. Luke Leahy's gone and scored an own goal to make it 2-1. Um, give Wickham an outside chance of a point. Fair play to Walsall. They've gone up the other end. George Dobson's gone a 50-yard surge and run. And Walsall have got an own goal of their own, if you like, to make yeah. it 3-1. But then, 90th minute, Walsall give away a penalty. He's actually saved by Liam Roberts, but another lad, I think Alex Samuel, Samuel yeah. yeah, tapped in the rebound. And then they've got they've gone from 2-0 up with 10 minutes to play to yeah. four minutes added on time, 3-2 up, <laughs> and they're clinging on, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they didn't concede another chance. They did do well in those four minutes of stoppage time, but Dean Keats didn't do post-match after the game. Uh, my understanding for that is because he was so angry that his team didn't see it out at 2-0. Yeah. Morgan Ferrier came out and did do post-match, um, and he, he admitted, I mean, he was pleased just to be out of the room, wasn't he? Oh, thank God. I'd, give me post-match, guys. You know what I mean? I'll do it. Because Keats wasn't happy. And no. he, he, on record, he said Keats wasn't happy with the way they saw out the game. And he's got every right not to be. I think no goal, no team in League One, no, sorry, no team in the Football League mm -hmm. has conceded more goals than Walsall after the 75th minute. Yeah. Um, which is not a great stat to have, is it? Um, and Keats has been banging on and banging on and banging on to them about seeing out games better. And again... They didn't do it. Just the good news was they, they'd done enough, really, to get the three points. And he, he demands... <clears throat> I quite like that about Dean Keats. You know what I mean? He's feisty. He's, he's obviously got a little bit of a temper on him, which I think is a good thing. Controls it a lot of the time. Um, and, you know, he sets high standards for his players, which is which is important. That's what you want in a manager. Yeah, exactly. And he's always striving for more, isn't he? I think that's what you want from a manager. He's just... From the moment you've met him, anyone who's met him, he's, he's just a boss. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. He's just... The, the way he goes about his business is always so impressive. And yeah, why, he's not happy about it. At the end of the day, Walsall could have thrown that away on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So if they don't learn from that mistake, they'll throw it away somewhere along the line in the future. And Keats is not going to have that. He's, <clears throat> he's a winner. He's all about winning football matches. And, he, and, and there was a lot of things he didn't like on Saturday. And that's why he said his piece to the players after the game. And, and they need to learn because they cannot keep giving away these sloppy goals because it's going to come back and bite them. How was the big man? Morgan. I was a big man. No, the big, big man. Cookie? No, the big, big, big man. Oh, I confirmed that. Yeah, oh, sorry, you got there. Sorry. Yeah, I got there in the end, yeah. We, 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 we rehearsed this before, actually. You know. um, he is a bizarre footballer. Um, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Got to say it. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't run. Well, no, of course not. He, like, waddles. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean that. He's I don't, not, he's not, I'm not expecting a sprint. I'm not expecting Usain Bolt. I don't mean that. It sounds derogatory, doesn't it? Like that, really. But I don't mean it to be. Like, yeah. it was just sort of struck. Like, I've seen him play before, but it's like one of those. When, every time you see him, yeah. he surprises you yeah, again because yeah, yeah. you're like, wow, you yeah. are massive yeah. in terms of his width. Yeah. He's not as tall as you'd expect, no. but he's sort of the width of three men. Um, <laughs> And he's just, well, he's a beast, isn't he? Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. they call it. Did he, he win a lot in the air? He did win a lot in the air against Russell Martin as well, who yeah. um, was having his debut. And you think... Brilliant for Russell Martin, by the way. On his debut, Mark, I can where you're like, wow. 
Yeah, Premier League's a long, a long time ago, isn't it? You know yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> International football, Scottish Premiership, yeah. Premiership, Championship. Yeah, long gone for Russell Martin. That was and Akinfenma was was a perfect welcome to League One. And to be fair to Akinfenma, he won a fair few headers against Russell Martin. Um, but Russell Martin's Nelson experience kept him in check, really. Well, we uh, haven't spoken um, since you know since since Russell Martin signing. Um, it was the, the the mystery agent, the mystery free agent, and uh, you know I think from. On behalf of all Walsall supporters, buzzing with that signing. It's just perfect in more ways than one, not just on the pitch, but off it. Um, absolutely perfect um, on the pitch and off the pitch, like you said. I met him for the first time last Friday um, <clears throat> at about 10, 15 minute interview with him. I was wowed. Yeah, really? I was really? wowed, yeah. Um, and you met some big names, Joe. I met some big names. You met some big names. Uh, You've done some big interviews in the past. I have done some big interviews. I know you have. Gareth Southgate. I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not taking the mic off. Well, it sounds like you are. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I've just got to get the inclination right for the, for the, for the microphone. Um, but difficult for me because I do support Ipswich and mm-hmm. he's a Norwich legend. Yeah. Um, but um, he was absolutely lovely. And he taught, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's very, very, very intelligent. You could tell that straight away. Yeah. Everything he said was was fascinating. I mean, I was hanging off his every word. Um, and he, he just saw in that 15 minutes why Dean Keats wanted him so much. So major coup for the Saddlers this signing. He's only there, let's be honest, because he's friends with Dean Keats. Yeah. Um, he had he had that, I think the, the primary aim for him was to stay in the championship. He, he had that trial at Albion. He didn't get a deal at Albion. Basically, he could have signed for whoever he wanted in League One. Sure. Um, but he agreed. He always told Dean Keats, if something comes up in a championship on ridiculous sums of money compared to what Walsall offer, he'll probably yeah. take it. But yeah. if it doesn't materialise, if he's going to go into League One, he's only signing for Walsall. Mm-hmm. When the Albion move didn't come off, when he was about to sign for Walsall, loads of League One's big hitters came in for him. They tried to lure him away right at the end. Yeah. But he'd made his promise to Dean Keats. Um so he signed for Walsall and he said he just agreed, he just, they get on really well, but in terms of like footballing philosophies, if you like, their principles mm-hmm. are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is why he's joined Saddlers. It's just a fantastic signing, it really is. <clears throat> so, um, so, you, so you've got Russell Martin signing, um, fitted in nicely and, and needed with, with Jack, Jack Fitzwater out with, with injury. So, I mean, I know we discussed it um, on, the, on the video yesterday, but for people who didn't watch the video, uh, maybe a bit more of a, an in-depth discussion. Um, when, when Jack does come back, and it could be this weekend... How does he fit in? Exactly. I don't know. How does he fit in? Well, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Uh, so we saw Dean Keats this morning, went to Essington this morning, asked him about injuries. He said there's no injuries for the weekend. Um, so that implies that Jack Fitzwater's back for the weekend. He's been superb. Did you ask him about how it would fit in, potentially? I did. Um, I haven't typed up the quotes again since. Oh, sorry. So I don't want you to um, <clears> hear <throat> It wasn't his chattiest this morning, Dinky. No, was he not? He wasn't. Um, I don't know why. He, we only had him for three minutes, 40 seconds. Oh, um, really? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. That's like triple length of a Nuno press conference. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's in and out quickly. Um, so he, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it, he was very pleased with Russell Martin last weekend. Obviously, he knows when Russell Martin signed, he said how well Jack Fitzwater has done for him. Um, we all know how well Jack Fitzwater has done this season. Um, where does he fit in now? It's going to be... I mean, look, he's an, it's amazing. We've got three very, very yeah. good League One centre-backs. It's competition for places at the end of the day. Fitzwater's silky, he's composed, he's been excellent. I just was so struck on Saturday by how commanding Russell Martin mm-hmm. was. He didn't stop talking. Um, he's a real leader. Um, he's seen there and done it all in the game. Mm-hmm. I think with the Leahy own goal, I think he thought Liam Roberts was a little bit slow off his line he mm-hmm. gave him a bit of a roast in 
And Morgan Ferrier, in his interview after the game, said basically he's the experienced head we've been lacking. Yeah. Um, which is quite honest, really, Absolutely. from Morgan. Um, so I think because he is the experienced head he's lacking, I think you can't not play mm-hmm. Russell Martin. Which means no, no chance. He's he's hundred percent playing. He's hundred percent playing yeah, for you. Hundred yeah. percent playing. Well, if he's 100% playing, I think that means Jack Fitzwater may have to spend some time on the bench through absolutely no fault of his own because sure. he hasn't. He's been brilliant, um, and he he played for the vast majority of League One sides. But I think maybe it might be Martin and Guthrie for you, the foreseeable. You couldn't you couldn't change that formation and, and play three of them. We talked about this on the video, didn't we? I do think you could. I think I, I've got to admit I love three at the back. Me if too. I, do you? Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. On Football Manager, the new Football Manager. 100%. That, that's what I'm playing. 100% three in the back. 3-5-2. Three, yeah. Decent, decent wing-backs, but absolutely. All about the wing-backs, isn't it? 100%. Um, and I think Luke Leahy, well, Luke Leahy last season admitted he was signed by John Whitney as a wing-back. Mm. Um, well, the season before that, sorry. Um, <clears throat> it was then he got Whitney to sort of change things tactically and he had to fill in, well, learn to play full-back. So... I think wing-back will get the best out of Leahy. I think he'll get the best out of... Well, it would suit Nicky Devlin and Kane Wilson as well. Do they change quite a lot in, in, in training, though, Essington? Can, will, will, can they change formations that, that easily? Or is it, is it kind of regimented? Or, or, you know, or let's work it in the week and we'll play a different formation. Does it take a long time to develop? I don't know. I mean, I think when Keats first came in, because he, he was known as a 4-4-2 man, and there's no doubt he nailed that system. Yeah. In 4-4-2, they absolutely know what they're doing, yeah. and they've taken it on from that point. I think he wanted to master that one, mm-hmm. especially with the predicament we saw in last season. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've seen, we have seen multiple systems. We've seen 4-1-4-1. Four, one, four, one. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? 4-1-4-1. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Four, one. Yeah. We've seen 4-3-3. Uh, three, three. Yeah. Um, and we've seen sort of a 4-5-1 as well. Sure. Just little tweaks of all these, of all these formations. So... So it's it's possible. It's not beyond the realms, is it? I mean, you look at the squad, and in a way, it is crying out for yeah. three at the back because it would get the best out of Leahy and Devlin. It would. Connor Ronan is brilliant in a midfield mm-hmm. three, and I think. And you keep you keep that pressure on at set pieces and corners as well, because obviously Fitzwater in the box. I mean, you know, we we all know about that, but his aerial presence is great, and you get him, Marty, a few of them up there. I mean, goodness me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and cook up there. I think yeah. you need Walsall are better with two strikers playing. They played a four-three-three. On Saturday against Wickham, um, with Ferrier left, Morris right, and Cook through the middle. But Ferrier was very, he said this afterwards, he did his best to get really close to mm. Cook to try and win those flick ons. So he played really well on Saturday, Ferrier, but Barcelona erratic finishing. Um, so I think 3 5 2 would be really good for them. Um, so, would that, <clears> so would that rule out again Ginelli and, and Zelli? Well, yeah, at the moment. Um, but well, I mean, obviously they were left out on They on were Saturday, left out of the weekend, and deservedly so, really. I mean, Ismail's gone really off the boil, which is a shame, because um, he was outstanding at the start of the season. Yeah, it was. Um, and Josh Cianelli, is, is, he's been quieter as well. I mean, he always gives you a shift, but he's been quieter. And I think, look, the truth is, that's the life of a league one winger, mm-hmm. isn't it? They've all got ability, but they're yeah. all a bit erratic, and they're all yeah. going out of form. Yeah. So I don't think it's any problem they've dropped out I think it's a good wake up call I think there's a lot of managers you know who wouldn't drop Zelly Ismail mm-hmm. I think they'd think because of his potential and because of what he can do keep Zelly in and almost hope um, he performs but Keats has got the bottle to do it yeah. um, so maybe who knows what they're working on at the minute but <clears throat> I thought the 4-3-3 worked really well against Wickham um, and I think they might go with that for the foreseeable future interesting right okay Looking at the table, Joe, I mean, that, that was a good win. Plenty of teams above them got, they've got a game in hand over, you know, Doncaster, Coventry, you know, Accrington, Stanley, Luton. 
another win, so they get that win, and they're back up to fourth, fifth. So you know that, that was a really important, important win, really, when you look at the table. Get dreaming again, can't hey, they? Hashtag hey, dreamers, we're back on it. But if you go lose, 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 draw, then that, that's when that's when you lose your game. But if you do win the odd game, even if you lost a couple, just brings you back up, doesn't it? It's massive those three points. Massive three points, and yeah, back in the race. <clears throat> As you said, um, and I bang on about this all the time, all the time, but it's such a long season. I know it sounds, it sounds cliche, but 46 games is completely different to 38 games in the Premier League. Plus the cups. Plus the cups. But plus the trekker trade. Plus the trekker trade. <laughs> but you can, in the Football League, you can have a few little dodgy runs. Yeah. You can get away with it, basically. Yeah. Um, and look, Wolves have lost two games on the spin away from home against... Mm. A loot inside do, to be honest, they were absolutely sensational. They surprised me how good they were. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't, now I think they've got a real chance. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't before the game, but mm-hmm. they really impressed me. And Southend are uh, a, a big hitter in League One, really. Yeah. They're, they're always tipped to do well. They're my dark horses for the playoffs, but I think they've got a lot of injury worries now. I think they might struggle for that. But they've, at the end of the day, Wolves have lost two away games to two very good teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hardly the end of the world, is it? No. Fall into, and then they've got back home. They've won the game. They're still a young side. They're still developing all the time, um, and they're in the, they're in the race. There's no doubt about it. Look, it's just it's just it's just keeping it everything calm and steady. When mm-hmm. when when they do go on a couple a bad run, it doesn't mean they're out of it. It just yeah. means they've got to get back on it quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did that. Now they've lost two games, but they got back on it against Wickham. If they I mean if they beat Burton on Saturday, they're going to be right in the mix. Absolutely, and uh, another new signing in the camp as well. Will you play on Saturday? Ben Perkis, what is this about? Breaking What's going on? news. Hey, Breaking hey, news. Hey, uh, hey. It's an, um, a strange one. It's a good signing, though. Um, so, Ben Perkis, well known to Wolves fans, of course. He was signed by Dean Smith in 2012, as three successful years at the Banksy Stadium. Absolutely smashing guy. Yeah. Um, he's chairman of the PFA. Um, very intelligent bloke, just like Russell Martin is. Um, to re- and they've got vast experience between them. Mm-hmm. Bad news in terms of the podcast, because I was going to ask him to come on. Oh, no. Yeah, because he's very... Perks. Yeah. He's, Can't do that now. Well, probably not. No. Nah. He's very good at media work, right. Ben Perkis. Um, <clears throat> i have to go back to, to the backup then. Bonza. <laughs> <laughs> he's keen, isn't he? Oh, he's he's so honestly, I'd say he's blowing up my phone night and day, <laughs> desperate to come on to give his side of the story about the sale of the club. I, I just have to give him... Jeff... Wait your turn, man. <laughs> Wait your turn. It's yeah. unbelievable. How rude. So unfortunate we haven't got him on yet. Anyway, so perks, perks, perks. Um, so he's come in. Um, it's a deal, basically, that's going to assist Walsall on and off the pitch. Right. Um, he's got a neck injury at the minute. He mm-hmm. played 45 times for Swindon last season. He's not coming in to basically put pressure on Kane Wilson and Nicky Devlin at right back. He's coming. He wants to play. Um, he thinks he's still got a role. He can offer something as a player, but he's not. He's not fit at the moment. Mm-hmm. What he's coming in for primarily is to assist Dean Keats behind the scenes. He's going to be great around the group, great with Walsall's young players, and he's going to do some scouting as well. Right. Um, so it's almost like Ben. He's coming in and he's going to do multiple jobs. Um, okay. And if if Walsall need a right back, if, if things go wrong at right back, or if he does perform well enough to force his way in, then brilliant, he'll come into the team. But at this moment in time, he's got to get fit first and foremost. But it's just about Dean Keats building, well, filling Walsall full of good characters, good mm-hmm. professionals, intelligent people who mm-hmm. can assist him and who, who will benefit the club. And there's no doubt anyone who's met Ben Perkis will know that he, he will benefit Walsall simply by being there day in, day out, because he's such a good talker. He's got... He's, um, 
I've got vast experience in the game, and he's a really intelligent man. So it's another, it's another really good addition. So should we take some? Um, well, yeah. How how long do you think then? How long do you think before we take some questions that he could be out for? Is there any kind of like timeline on this or? No, I think they don't want to. They're not going to put any pressure on him. There's no reason to put any pressure no. on him because of Nicky Devlin and Kane Wilson. So. I don't think it's going to be. They're not going to rush him into the team because there's no there's no need to no, do that. No, of course not. No. Um, but can you see him playing this season for Warsaw at some point, or do you think that it's really just there's, there's zero pressure on? You know, they're more concerned about having him in and around the club, and if if something happens, it happens. Yeah, I think that's more the case. If something happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, at this moment in time, I can't see him getting past Kane Wilson or Nicky Devlin. Um, but you never know, Dean. It's up to Ben Perkis to force his way in, and I do think it's. Ben Perkis is, I think he's 34 years old. He's coming to the end of his career. He's probably, I don't know this, but speaking, like, I haven't spoken to him a few times. He's, 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 he could be a coach or maybe even a manager in the future. You don't know. So I think it's more along those lines, maybe. Yeah. A bit like Russell Martin, who said last week he wants to, well, he is a player coach, but yeah. would like to go into management one day. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Shall we uh, move on to some questiones? Bang into some the questions. Decent questions from the peeps. Plenty of good quality. Here we go. Uh, Tim Jones at SY Sadler. If we strengthen only one position in January, where will it be? Suspect fullbacks are under scrutiny, even though Leahy has improved and creates. Not sure Dean Keats rates him defensively. Also, for me, don't think Wilson is much better or different to Devlin, who was unlucky to be out. Yes. Plenty, plenty, plenty of questions there. Absolutely. Go for it. So, where are we starting with? Let's go with them. If you can only strengthen one position in January, where will it be? So. I think it might be up front. Okay. If, Interesting. If things don't pick up a little bit up front. Um, <clears throat> only because you look at the league table and you look at um, the amount of goals Walsall have scored, it is a lot less than some of the teams in and around mm-hmm. them. Um, but Walsall got three strikers um, at the minute. Look, more, they've all done really well, but the goals do, they do all need to be more clinical. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't know if uh, if um, Keats would maybe look to add one more, okay. maybe a bit more of a natural finisher that we spoke about in the past, if he can find one, because mm-hmm. they do create chances, Walsall, and I think they should have scored more goals. And if obviously they had scored more goals, the, the thing with defence with um, Nicky Devlin, Luke Leahy in particular, are out of contract at the end of the season. Yeah, um, I don't think they're probably playing for their futures mm-hmm. um, as it stands. I mean, they're. They've been playing for the futures ever since Dean Keats came in, really. But they there's question marks over them in terms of the fan base. And they were on two-year deals, so Keats was always going to stick with them this year. Um, they've both come on leaps and bounds, I think. They've both done, they're, both, they're both doing okay. I think Luke... I mean, I, I really like Luke Leahy. He's a smashing lad. Um, I think he might have a little... I think his confidence might have dipped the last couple of weeks. He does... Because okay. he, he looked really, really confident at the start of the season. He started the season wow. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did look a bit edgy against Wickham, and of course he gave away, he he scored that own goal as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know if if it was one player bringing in. I don't know. It's hard. I don't know how busy January is going to be for right. Walsall. Dean Keats has made a point now that he's got with Russell Martin signing. He's got two players for every position. Um, they are. It is a strongish squad, and it is well balanced. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he'll be. I think he'll want only want to sign players who really, really improve yeah. them. Yeah. And I think maybe if they don't score, if, it, if they t- continue not to take some chances, he might look at one more striker to ease the burden. But I'm really not sure because I think they are really well balanced at the minute. Difficult question. It's a good question though. I like it. Uh, should we go to the second one? Um, 
he thinks that Wilson's much better than Devlin should be out. Devlin, sorry, Devlin's unlucky to be out. I think Devlin's unlucky to be out as well. Really? Yeah. Uh, think that could change? Yeah, um, I, yeah. I think Devlin's done well. Um, okay. I think it's a shame he's come out of the team. I was a bit surprised. He was, can't remember where. It must have been at South End. I think it was at South End. Yeah, he was subbed off, um, which was a bit of a surprise because um, you don't normally sub your fullbacks, do no, you? No, no. Um, so he came off and Kane Wilson came on, and that sort of raised a little eyebrow. And then mm-hmm. yeah, he was out of the team for Wickham. Yeah. Um, Kane Wilson kept his place there, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I think Devlin's unlucky to lose his place. I really do. I don't, I don't, I certainly don't think Kane Wilson has done a lot in the games he's played that would suggest he's given more to the team than Devlin. Sure. Uh, with Kane Wilson, though, um, I've always caveated by saying he's 18 years old. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is crazy, Al, and he's, he's a real athlete. Um, a real athlete. So, do you feel there's pressure, though, on, on, on League One sides such as Walsall, especially with loaning out? Or, or loaning in players in a you know in a, in, a, in the West Midlands or a club that you're probably going to do business with in the future and that you haven't done in the past that there's a pressure to play them. Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. It just came to me. Did it? Yeah, I could tell that was off the. Do car. you know what I mean? Like, because then they go mm-hmm. back in for a player next year, and Darren Will could turn around and go, "Well, you didn't play him, so why, why, why should I why should I give it to you when you know A, B, and C are after him?" That's a very very good point, and these things definitely go on in football. Yeah. They definitely definitely go on. I mean, I suppose Walsall could point to the fact before the weekend, Fitzwater had played every minute of every game. Sure. Um, until he doesn't until he's on the bench on Saturday. But there might be. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it might have been a bit of pressure from Albion to play Kane Wilson to give him a chance. You never know. That is a, that is a really good point. But I think, <clears throat> for me, you, you first and foremost, you develop your own. Yeah. Um, I think, top of my head, Devlin's 25, second year in English football, lightning quick. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be the first person to make. He's still got a lot to learn, but you learn by playing. So I would stick with Devlin ba- just based on the fact he's Walsall's player. Um but maybe Keats has seen something that he thinks Kane Wilson offers a little bit more. But sure. I do think Devlin's unlucky to be out in a minute. Okay, another question from Little Old Warsaw at Little Old WFC. I like that. I like that name. I like that, that Twitter. You name. always comment on that name. Little, do I? Yeah. I like yeah, it. Little yeah. Old Warsaw. Um, should the club consider reduced pricing to fill the empty seats? With the start we have had, surely there should be a big drive to sell half season tickets. Yeah. So that's a very good question. Um, and a question, maybe one day I might ask Dan Moll, club secretary, if he'll come on the podcast and answer. Because okay. um, I agree, I the ticket thing baffles me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there, there are definitely, definitely rules and regulations on it, which I'm not 100% sure about. So in terms of ticket offers and bits and bobs like that, I think you can only do five a season. Okay. And you can, whatever you offer for home fans, you have to offer for away. So... If Walsall were to offer £5 tickets on Saturday, they'd have to do it for both sets of supporters. So that, that's why they're a bit reluctant to do it at times, I think. And they don't want to use up all their five, yeah. their five goes, if you know what I mean. Because yeah. they might, like towards the end of last season, Northampton, for example, huge game. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> they, did, they put a ticket offer there to get a bigger gate. Um, but the gates have been, they've not been big by any stretch of the imagination. To me... I love what Bradford do. Do you know what Bradford do? No. £149 for every season ticket in the stadium. Really? So basically every seat is a season ticket. Right. You pay £149, quid, um, which is a bargain, really. Absolutely. Um, and you watch every game at Valley Parade. That's pretty good. Um, I like 
I would, would I think every club should do something like that. Mm-hmm. I think 149. I mean, Walsall season tickets are about. I think they go from 220 to 350. Right. Um, make every 149 quid. Yeah. Everyone will buy a season ticket, yeah. fill the ground. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know why more teams don't do it. It has been put to Dan Moll before, and I think, I don't know if it's right or not, I might be completely wrong, but I think actually Walsall make more money as it stands than if they did that or right. what they project they'd get. Yeah, but they wouldn't um, get the atmosphere, though, would they? But they wouldn't get the atmosphere, you're right. I say just and fill you, the place. And food and stuff and everything else that goes with yeah, a match day, you know, car parking. So, I mean, well, anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Good if question, I, though. If I was them, I would every game have five schools mm-hmm. given free tickets sure. um, every Saturday or local football clubs, yeah. whatever you want to do, yeah. um, and just get. I don't know how many kids they get in. 150 kids get, get, yeah, get, in a little area and, 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 and they get the chance going. It's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. They're doing all different sports and why they can't do it here. And then you might get an ex-generation of Walsall fans, might exactly. Absolutely. Um, fill it, I say. Get them in for free. Mm-hmm. Do I completely agree more needs to be done. But when you say more needs to be done, Walsall, I think Walsall's under 18. If you're under 18 years old and a Walsall fan, you basically go to the games for free anyway. You pay your money, yeah. whatever your season ticket is, and they give you two pounds back a game until over the course of the season. Right. So effectively, if you go to every game, you're getting a free Kit Kat you, chunky. You get a well, you get a free ticket. You get, yeah, yeah. It's all free, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. they make the money from selling Kit Kat chunkies. Right, okay, okay, okay. Um, and hot chocolates. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, it's, they, they're doing really good initiatives. We should always point that out. Yeah. Um, but you would there was there's been a lot of empty seats and. The stand opposite or I sit um, is always empty, really. Yeah. So just fill it with kids. I would. Kev at Kev Jaeger. Um, with you travelling all over the country, have you had any near misses with other cars? Um, this is brilliant, this is. Um, it's <laughs> Kev Paddock. Right. Friend of the Express and Star. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to... Um, basically, the reason Go why on. he's asked that question... Go on. If you've got one man to do a job, Kevin Paddock's probably not your man. Oh, really? Sorry, Kevin Paddock. But basically, George Laytal, um, Walsall legend, was yeah. um, played in this um, fans game at the weekend. Okay. Of which Dean Keats scored a hat trick. He did pointed, he? Pointed that out this morning. Oh, of course he, he did. Pointed that out. So this he morning. was in a crap mood. But I tell you what, I tell you, I scored a hat trick. It's so, yeah. Still, it's, still fuming about about go kart though, isn't he? Still fuming about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, said he would have scored more goals, Keats, but um, he didn't want to take away from oh! George Laytal's four. Yeah. But he made sure he got the hat trick though. He made sure he got the hat trick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Kev Paddock was given the job of um, picking up George Laytal from yeah. his hotel and taking him to the charity game he was playing in, where he was the big draw. Brilliant, yeah. Where people course. are paid to come and watch him. Well, it's an honour to pick him up. It's great. On a, oh yeah, he's loving life. Oh, Kev I bet he is, yeah, buzzing. So basically, he has one job, yeah. which is to get him to the game safely. Fine, no problem, easy. Almost crashed his car. What? And yeah, so a charity game. Well, a fans game where George Laytown was the guest of honour, was the big star draw, almost didn't make it because of Kev Paddock's driving. Wow. Um, so what happened? He got there in the end. They, I think one or two swerves. Um, Goodness me. And, he and was they, nervous. He, to try he, actually, he actually messaged me before and said before the day and said, I really hope I don't cause a crash. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then he almost did cause a crash. Goodness um, me. So there we go. I think... Um, but he got there in the end. But... Uh, yeah, my journeys are okay, really. But mm. you've had a few interesting ones, haven't you? Can we talk about your exploits in the summer? Oh, uh, you mean the pre-season? Yeah. Yeah, I um, were with Mr Spears doing some Wolves coverage in uh, the pre-season tours that we, we go on for the last uh, three, three seasons. And um, we've got a little car, a little Ford, fine, there's no problem. A little automatic, because I can't drive a stick. Um, can you not? I can, but I'm not very good at it. Especially on the other side of the road. I could do it on my side, on the English side, but once you get in a foreign car... 
I don't know, I can't work it out. I've never driven an automatic. Oh, it's the dream, mate. It's the way forward, 100%. Really? You can't get an automatic, yeah. I absolutely. feel like I'd like, miss, a, miss a gear stick. No, oh, no, 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 no. It's fine, yeah. You can do all sorts. You can text and, you know, <laughs> read the paper. <laughs> no, don't do that. I'm suddenly messing at home. Don't do that, kids. Um, actually, don't, don't drive kids if you're underage. Um, yeah, so... So I didn't realise that, um, that the, the roads um, have very strict speed limits. So I just thought, you know, there's no cameras. They're not showing cameras there. I haven't been flashed. So I was going around. I was bombing around it. Too fast. 80 or 90 at times. So is that kilometres? No, miles. Miles. About 120 miles an hour, basically. 125 miles an hour. But there were no signs. There were no road signs. There were no speed signs. Yeah. So um, I got back. We had a nice trip. I think I was there for a week. And, and then we started getting letters through the post. Yeah. And these letters were, were speeding fines. No points, because you can't get points abroad, which is, you know... And that's just because you're an English... Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. So I was also right. a hired car company, so... But these, because we were in Switzerland, and obviously there's no tax, they, the fines were ridiculous. So the first fine I got was €120. Euro. Then, then I got another fine for €140, euro, then another fine for €220. Euros. I'm mm. like, oh, this must be duplicates, fines. <laughs> no, they weren't. These were, these were separate fines, and these were the fines that... Uh, kill you because they were like 8.01am 8.04am 8.07am oh no so it's like within 7 minutes on the same road you've been it's cost you 400 euros anyway these carried on until I got 12 speeding fines that is absolutely mental 12 speeding fines over the week uh, I'm laughing about it now I don't know why I'm, I'm crying behind <laughs> behind my behind the ears and um, £1,350 worth of fines oh, in the no. end I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't because not only did I get the fines, I also got processing fees for each fine from Hertz, the uh, the car company, because they had to then s- sort all the documents out because it gets sent to Hertz because it's a Hertz car, then they have to forward it on all my information. They charge like a £40 processing fee for everyone they do. So time's up by 12. There's another 360 quid. And actually, ironically, I got another one through the post yesterday, which was a speeding fine that I hadn't paid, that I thought I had paid originally for 60 so, yeah, it's still going. <laughs> in Switzerland? In Switzerland, yeah. I, t- I emailed uh, or texted uh, Tim the other day about it. So even to this day, you're still, still getting parked? Two days ago, I got one from them. That is mental. Unbelievable, isn't it? Um, and you didn't get any help paying that from work, did you? Oh, yeah. I tell you, I tell you what, Mr. Mr. Harrison, I put my expenses <laughs> in. There's 1,200 quid. What's that for? Speeding fines. That'll go down well. It's all come out of the Bank of Jude, unfortunately. And Tim Spears, he was sat next to you. He sat chi- next to me, eating, laid back, snoring his head off. Happy days. I'm trying to get him to the game on time. And um, obviously, he's costing me costing me a bomb. Yeah. Bish, bash, bosh. He didn't help either. No, should we move on? We'll move on. Okay. Um, any news on Adam Chambers' injury, asks Kev as well. Um, no, sorry, but I do know about Joe Edwards. Mm. Um, Joe Edwards, hopefully back in January, okay. um, is the latest on Joe. So um, hopefully Adam Chambers may. I don't know. We said ten weeks. Mm. Um, we were told quite. A, may, it must be about seven, eight weeks ago. You can't be far off Adam Chambers. No. Um, but well, I don't. Do you, like, you see him coming straight back in? Uh, oh, don't know at the minute. Mm. Um, for Osborne, Osborne played well. Um, against Wickham um, he had a quite a few weeks um, but I thought his best performance in a while scored of course I like this 4-3-3 if, I would go with it again on Saturday with the same three uh, a few people asking about um, Fitzwater slash Martin on Saturday we kind of answered that question I think um, earlier on Alistair McCleveny asks uh, Luke Leahy uh, after a decent start to the season he seems to have gone back to the Luke Leahy of last season struggling against teams that target him should his forward thinking play outweigh his defensive frailties as a left back 
Um, similar touch on this earlier as well, didn't we? I do. I don't like this Luke Leahy last season. I think Luke Leahy got a really raw deal last season. Um, I, I think he was a lot better than people um, gave him credit for. And he got an awful lot of assists as well. He's very, very good going forward. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about that. He's, some of the little clipped balls he plays over the top um, to Ferrier are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely balls in behind that not many players in that league can play. Set-piece delivery is very good. He's probably the best crosser of the ball at the club. Okay. And I include Conor Ronan in that. Um, he is a very, very good crosser of the ball. Um, look, defensively is where he, he, he knows he probably needs to improve. But I think he did improve. I do think at the moment, like I said, he's having a little bit of a dip in confidence maybe. Um, but that happens to every player mm-hmm. in every season. Mm-hmm. It's just a, perhaps a little bit more noticeable with defenders. Um, but let him ride through it. Let him sit, come out the other end and, and we'll see how he progresses from here. Okay. Um, Chris asks... What's the likelihood of, him, of Russell Martin staying into next season? I think I think high. Really? Um, I think high. He, he thinks he can play for two or three more years. Um, and he's very, very eager to, on this coaching side. He wants to be a manager one day. Yeah. Uh, he's been very clear on that. So I think... Oh, it did surprise me a little bit, I have to admit, when he only signed a deal until the end of the season. Okay. After all the effort that had gone in to get him in there and all the talks with Dean Keyes, it mm. did surprise me. I think he probably, as an experienced head, just wants to assess his options yeah. and see how it goes. Sure. Um, but I think he's going to have... I think he's going to love it at Warsaw, I really do. I think he's going to get everything he wants in terms of playing and coaching. Mm-hmm. We all know about his relationship with Dean Keyes. I think he's going to be really happy there and I think he's going to want to stay long-term. Um, who knows? Look, he's got... A, a brilliant reputation in the game. Someone else might come in for him in terms of offering him, I don't know, an assistant manager's job. Who sure. knows, maybe even a manager's job. Yeah. But he does say he wants to play for the next two or three years. So I don't see why, if he's going to play for the next two mm-hmm. or three years, I don't see why he won't play for Walsall and continue this player coach role. Okay. Rob Harvey, finish off with the uh, the questions here. Um, two questions from Rob. Uh, what are your honest predictions for this season and where do you feel we will finish? Um, well, prediction before the start of the season was probably just about survive yeah um but then everyone was signed wouldn't they yeah um now i still think we're going to finish eighth oh. where do you think we're going to finish yeah, about eighth about eighth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you've come down then yeah about eighth. i don't know that about eighth but as long as they get a sweat at the end of the season where they can finish in the top six yeah then anything can happen if they can be within touching distance of that top six or even a sixth spot, you know, let's say five are out of the way, but there's that one. I'd love to be battling, let's say, two or three games to go, you know. Yeah. Win two out of three and you're there. I mean, that'd be great. Do you know what I mean? Just get the city up for it. That's what, yeah, it's awful when you've got like seven games left and there's nothing to play for, no, isn't there? I mean, great. obviously don't want to be in a relegation scrap again yeah. like last season, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I think they're going to... I think there's, they're always going to be in the mix. That's my prediction. They'll mm-hmm. always be in that top six mix. Mm-hmm. I've said it before. I worry about the teams at the top of the division now. Yeah. I think Portsmouth look really strong. Peterborough looks strong. Sunderland looks strong. Um, Barnsley are the interesting one. Mm. Because... Done by Shrewsbury. Done by Shrewsbury. Who yeah. gets done by Shrewsbury? Who gets done by yeah, Shrewsbury? terrible, by the way. Um, so... Manager yeah. Shrewsbury soon, potentially. Exclusive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't see Barnsley dropping away based on when I saw them play and the players they've got. Mm. That they look so well equipped for a promotion tail. Sure. But they have dipped. 
And you kind of think all four teams are not going to run the course no, no, at those course. big hitters. Yeah, you think yeah, one yeah. maybe will drop Absolutely. out. Um, and the last couple of weeks, it does look like Barnsley are the shakiest of them. Um, so you never know. Yeah, I think they're going to be in that mix of. I think they can. I think they'll finish anywhere between fourth <laughs> yeah. and tenth. Okay. So I'm going to go eighth. Okay, as in, We're all finishing eighth. Warsaw finishing eighth. Barnsley finishing eighth. Yeah, we're all just going to plateau That's on fine. same points and same goals scored and all this that, and the other. But I'd be very happy with eighth. I mean, obviously, like the Dreams promotion, yeah. and all, all the players are saying, hashtag Dreamers, let's go up, it'd be amazing. Love but it. I'd love Keats to um, to have another another summer, because mm. I think all his signings really have been very good. And yeah. I think... Oh, definitely, I'd be excited to see what they do next year. You'd be excited sure. to do what they're doing again. If, they get, if he gets some backing, which hopefully he will do. Because he has made the point multiple times mm. that there was too many players when he inherited the team from John Whitney. Yeah. There was too many that were still under contract. Yeah. I think he would have been a lot more ruthless in the summer if mm-hmm. he could. Mm-hmm. Um, but now those players have had the chance to prove themselves to him, which is good. I'm sure some of them will be sticking around. But I'm sure I think, he's changed his opinions on a few as well. Yeah. It's sometimes, sometimes beneficial, isn't it, to, to get a second look at some people you might have thought initially he's not going to be up to it. Yeah, absolutely. But he will make changes, mm-hmm. there's no doubt oh. about it. And next year, it's going to be a full Dean Keats team. Um, and I'll be very, very excited to see how that goes. How different is the atmosphere in the camp now in comparison to the Whitney days? Um, those Whitney days. Those Whitney days. The atmosphere was very, very good under Whitney. Yeah. Um, Whitney you can't days. say otherwise. I mean, <clears throat> I'm a bit like fascinated by the atmosphere at the training ground, you know. Um, but I'm going to have to mention he who shall not be named. I vowed not to mention him anymore on the podcast. Go on. Um, old Sean. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, <laughs> like, sure. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. This is the last time. So, Essington training ground is Good. very like. That was it, like a morgue when he was there. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'll say uh, it. Uh, so, like, obviously, I started covering Walsall when Dean Smith was in charge. Yeah. Now you go to Essington when Dean Smith was in charge, and the place was bouncing. Mm. Um, you could tell how happy all the players were. It really was lively, very, very welcoming. You'd go in every week, and you'd have. James O'Connor sat there having a coffee, having a chat. Andy yeah. Taylor would be playing um, darts. Paul sure. O'Downing would be on the ping pong table, yeah. table tennis. Yeah, good and it, crack. Dean Smith would walk in with a great big smile. And it was just a very, very happy atmosphere. Yeah. Which is, I'm sure, what if Dean Smith's doing at Villa now. Absolutely. Um, under O'Driscoll, it changed. Mm-hmm. Um, like It felt like, under Smith, players got there early because they were just so happy to be there. Yeah. It was like a home from home. If yeah. you know, and they were just, let's get in and see our mates and have a cup of tea and our breakfast and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was all, it did change under just, I used to walk into that room and there was no one in there. No. Um, and then Whitney was um, like, it was. It went back to how it was. Mm-hmm. It was um, very, very sort of jovial. And mm. um, Whitney was always like a big personality around the place. Um, players were players were happy um, play under him, there's no doubt about that. It was, and he signed good characters, Whitney. So there was all these sort of good characters around the place. Um, and then Keats, it's the same really. It's like the the it's a busy room again. There's a lot going on in there. Yeah. Um, what I really like about Keats, I said this, I've said this a lot, is just how much of a boss he is. Mm-hmm. So I feel the thing I think Keats has done really well, um, and it's a bit different to Dean Smith. He's he's managed to be one that he's. He's a, he gets on brilliantly with all the players. Yeah. He's got a great relationship with them all, mm-hmm. but they also know who's boss. Okay. Um, I think he's drawn that line really well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of, not fear, but 
if he says jump, those players say how high. Right. Um, so I'm going to give just two... I don't know, I might have said this before, but I'm going to give like two little examples. Give me them. Um, Luke Leahy won't thank me for this, but a couple of it's months ago, Luke Leahy is a rogue on press. Yeah. He's a rogue. Yeah. Right? So someone will be doing press, mm-hmm. and Luke Leahy will come out and be like giving it all that, yeah, chirping it. away, yeah, trying to get, put the them off. Yeah, being, yeah, yeah. He does it all the time. Yeah. Thinks he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, always doing that. So... Luke Leahy was on press, and I said to him, I hope, I hope Keats comes out yeah. and like puts you off. Yeah. Um, he was like laughing. La, la, la. Well, lo and behold, Keats did come out. Yeah. Now, it was only because he peered out the door and wanted to see where someone was. Sure. Um, he wasn't coming out to put Luke Leahy off. Yeah. But Luke Leahy, bless him, went to part. He did, did he? go to part. Now, if that was a player, he would have been fine. Yeah. Because Keats was there, yeah. he was like, oh, God, it's the bot. It's the yeah, gaffer. Yeah. Like, it's the gaffer. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't, he didn't couldn't know, get his words couldn't out. Get his words right. out. Um, I know it feels. And they just, I feel like that is the thing with Keats. They just, the, the people know he's in charge. And then we went again. That's a great dynamic to have though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? That perfect. Be, that's yeah. exactly what you want. You want to have fun. And, but when it's serious, it's serious. That's, that's, that's when you knuckle down, don't you? Do you know what I mean? I think that's exactly it. When it's fun, it's fun. Yeah. And when it's serious, it's serious. That is, that is Dean Keats mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Work hard. Yeah. He'll work them really, really hard. Yeah. But if they do that work that he wants and it mm-hmm. is on his terms, there's no two ways about mm-hmm. that. It's on his terms. They can have all the fun they want. But they've got to do what he says first and foremost. Um, and another example, it's weird how these things strike you. I mean, I might just be reading way too much into them and there might be nothing No, we at like all, it, we like it. The peaks like it. Um, when the players signed up to the Warsaw Trust, yeah. um, we had to do a big picture with Steve Davis from the Trust, with a big mm-hmm. banner on, at, train, at the training ground. And we were sort of like buzzing around and getting ready for it and all this, that and the other. And Keith said, right lads, come on, let's do this picture. Mm-hmm. And... Every player, they were all sat having their breakfast or whatever, having a mm-hmm. cup of tea, mm-hmm. having a chat amongst themselves. Every player was up, out, and in line for the picture. Yeah. Um, just like that. Basically, Keith said, do it. They all got up and they all did, did it. it yeah. um, I don't know, in the past, maybe there'd have been a bit of like oh, eye rolling, or we've got on. to do this, yeah, and I'm yeah. having my breakfast. Oh, and two I'm just like, let me finish my cup of tea. Yeah. You know? so, I mean, they're footballers at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, like, of course, yeah. um, but it was like, Keith says, we're going now, so that's it, we're going. Um, up they got, and they did it. So I think that's what. That's what I really like about Keats. That balance he's struck between being their friend mm-hmm. but also being their boss. Good stuff, good stuff. Before we preview Burton Albion, do you want to play a little Halloween game with me, Joe? Oh, I'd love play a, a Halloween, Halloween game. game. Okay, I might, I might have got something underneath here. Let's have a look. I'm going to play oh, a game. I love surprises. Called Jelly Bean Boozled. Bean Boozled. Good. So, these are, these, are, these are, remember the Jelly Belly beans back in the day? Jelly beans. Yeah, yeah. jelly beans, yeah. yeah. You just get them in America. So they've come out with an edition now where um, they're the same colour, but you don't know quite what you're going to get. So the greens are either lime or lawn clippings. Oh. The browns are either chocolate pudding. Mmm. Nice. Or canned dog food. Oh, that's oh, grim. Yeah. Um, the pinks are peach or vomit. You don't know, oh. they look identical. So you don't know which one you're going to get. Tutti Frutti or stinky socks. Buttered popcorn or rotten eggs. You see where we're going with this, yeah? yeah. So I'm going to give you um, some names from last season of the, of the squad. Um, you've got to tell me how many league goals they scored last year. Oh, what? And if I don't, I have to take And a... if you don't, you have to take one. So I'm going to give you five names and you tell me how many league goals Just they scored last year. I'm going to get year. everyone wrong. Well, if you do, then you have to take it. I mean, you could, you could have a nice one. It could be a nice experience, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to open them up here. It's typical. It's all about me, isn't it? it doesn't have to, you're not playing this no, game. No, I'm not playing this game. I'm the host. It's my game. So you can see them there, okay? Yeah. All right, so how many goals, league goals, did Amadou Bakayoko score last season? League goals for Warsaw Football Club. I think if I get it right, mm-hmm. you have to take the jelly bean. That's fair. Okay. 
Yeah? Because oh, the odds are massively in your favour. Ideal. Oh, okay. How many league goals? How many league Bakio? goals? How many did Bakayoko score last year? Mm, two or three, two or three, two or three, two or three. Wrong! Uh, five! Oh, did it? Oh, five. sorry, Abba. Five. <laughs> five league goals. Right, what yeah. colour are you liking? What colour are you liking? And pick it up before you get it. There's some whites in there. There's some yellows. So pick, he's picked up He's picked up a, green. a lime green, which is... Let me just double check to see if that's correct. So that is either... Lawn clippings or lime? Lawn clippings or lime? Go for it. Go for it. Lawn clippings or lawn lime? Clippings. Yeah! <laughs> lawn clippings. Yeah! I am pleased about that, are you? Oh, that's brilliant, love it. Oh, dear oh, me. Oh, dear. Excellent news. Lawn oh, clippings. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, fresh lawn clippings. It tastes a bit like Joe. soap. Yes, well, lawn yeah. clippings. Excellent news. All uh, right, next person, next person. Here we go. Luke Leahy. Luke Leahy, Lee goals last season. How many goals did Luke? There's four to go now. <laughs> How many goals did Luke Leahy score last season? Fact about Luke Leahy, he's never, he's only scored in British summertime. Okay. Uh, three. He scored two oh, league goals last season. Right. Two league goals. They were really early, weren't they? Yeah, they were very early. Now here we go. We go. Oh, there's one that's come to you. What is that? That's either tutti frutti or stinky socks. Ah, oh, lovely. Tutti frutti or stinky socks. Oh my god, it's horrific. Oh, <laughs> stinky socks! Oh, it's horrible! He's over two, come on! Oh, oh no. stinky socks, bite it's into really that. really cheesy. Have a glass of your water. Cheese. Oh, oh socks that's are, horrible. Socks are cheesy. This is podcast gold. Best got beat. Here we horrible. go. Two for two. We'll start getting them right and then, you know, you can get a little bit of uh, your own back. Ready? You'll get the nice ones. Joe Edwards, goals last season. League goals for Joe Edwards. Not the expression side, Joe Edwards, the Warsaw player, Joe Edwards. Hopefully back soon. How many league goals last season? Five. He scored seven, Joe. Seven I was going to go goals. seven, but I was thinking, was it seven in total? Go on, son. Which colour are you going for here? Which colour are you going for? I need something nicer. Here we go. What are you going for? Those colour? two together. What are you going to go for? Blue. He's going for blue, which is either... Better is not too bad for you here. Berry blue or toothpaste? Oh, I'd be quite grateful for toothpaste yeah, yeah, after yeah. the last day. I could go for it. It's a win-win. Berry blue, is it berries or is it toothpaste? It's toothpaste. It's toothpaste. <laughs> you are an absolute stinker, Ian. Oh, dear. I did play this game with Tim a long time ago and he absolutely nailed it. He aced it. I think he had six of them and he got them all right. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I mean, the beans he got right. The guesses of the beans. Did he? Yeah. Like a horrible mint, that was. But, but mint's better than cheesy okay. socks. Uh, number four, Erinos Tuma, league goals last season. Erinos Tuma, league goals last season. 15? It is 15! Yes! Oh, crap. Come on! Crap. All right, okay, okay. You're okay. so going to get a nice one. I'm going to go for the white. This white so one what's here. white? Oh, coconut. I love coconut. Or baby wipes. Oh. It's coconut, isn't it? You swine. It's coconut. Oh, it's God, delicious. It is. It's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Okay. Finally. You're oh, so that, I really enjoy it. It's delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Adam Chambers. Adam Chambers. League goals last season. Adam Chambers. Finish it off. Zero. It is zero. And then you oh, tried to catch no, me up. No, no, no. Do you know I know that? How? I've never seen Adam Chambers score. Oh, crap. I want you to have the sick one. What colour is that? Vomit or peach? No, pink. That's not peach. Yeah, that's it there. Look. Vomit or peach. Hmm. Yeah? 
Yeah, go on then. <clears throat> you can choose another one. No, Do you, you want to choose one? No, you can have it. Come on, come baby. on, come on, sec. Please, peach. Please, peach. Please, peach. It's peach, isn't it? Oh, I know it's vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. It actually is vomit as well. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I have to chew because I can't swallow it. That oh, it's really bad. It's like proper pieces. You know when it? Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that and the socks one has got to be the worst one. Oh, that was disgusting. All right, fair two. Three two, three two. Three two. Three two. Good game, good game, good game. Right. Okay, finish off with um, a trip to, well, not a trip. Um, we've got um, Burton Albion at home. Um, but a good win for Burton Albion last night, by the way. Very good win. Buoyed by that win um, against Nottingham Forest, three two. Um, how are we feeling? I feel like, if I'm being honest, Burton have got a little bit carried away by that win. Like, they're going, um, fair, fair crack. They've yeah. got to the quarterfinals of the Carling Cup. Yeah. That's, a, that's an achievement. Well, yeah, well, well done. Yeah, well done. Well done, boys. Well, well done. done. I'm pleased I mean, you, you, you got on the next round, but well done. Um, they'll get a good time, aren't yeah. they? But they were in the championship last mm -hmm. season. They're getting a bit mental, aren't they, for yeah. beating a, a championship side. I know, exactly. Who made changes? Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping, hoping that it's going to be a little bit after the Lord Mayor's show for them. You think they're going to be... They might have one eye on the cup now. I mean, they're buzzing after that win, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know when the draw is, do you? Is it Friday? Don't care, we're mm. out. doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't care. No. Um, but I think it'll probably be this week. Mm -hmm. um, and if they do get, like, a Chelsea or whatever, yeah. then hopefully they'll be sort of be a bit focused on mm. that. You see that quite a lot, don't mm. you? That, Absolutely, um, yeah. So Don't get injured, maybe not getting like a 50-50 tackle, want to be yeah. available for the game, all that kind of sh shenanigans. That's what we want, isn't 16th it? 16th in the table as well. I mean, you know, they haven't set the league one alike this season by any means. No, and Wolves have already beaten the season. They in had the their Czech excellent, Trophy. actually, weren't they? Conor Ronan's debut, I feel. It was, Conor yeah. Ronan's debut. Yeah. You were there, I weren't you? I enjoyed it, yeah. Um, so, I, fan I fancy Wolves all. I, I really, really like that they've come off after the Wickham game disappointed. Yeah. It's almost like you always... They always feel teams fight back, don't they, after a loss. They get a reaction. Well, I think we're also going to give a reaction on Saturday to a win, if that makes sense. Good, yeah, no, I like it. Then Keats wasn't happy. The players have got another point to prove to Keats. Good. Um, I think they're going to be fired up for it. Mm -hmm. um, Keats will have some strong words for them again, I'm sure, on Saturday. Um, and I, th I just like the system, the, the new system, the 4 3 3. I like Conor Ronan playing like it's a deep playing playmaker. Yeah. To quote football manager. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've also got a cracking chance of maybe like two, maybe 3-1. Three, 3-1, one. Three, one, yeah. 3-1. Three, one, three, one. Get, get, your, get your home money on that in the old accumulator this weekend. I think so. Home win. <clears throat> home win for me as well. 2-1. Um, goal scorer, first goal scorer. Uh, just, just, just for... No just competition this week. No competition this week, no. Oh dear. Hard times. Mm. Um. <laughs> it's Halloween. I've, got, I've, I've just spent 50 quid on it, mask. Can't afford it. Was that 50 quid, that mask? £49.99. Oh, my. You didn't mention that at the start. Oh, no, yeah. It's 50 quid, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Worth it, though. God, the, balloon, not, the balloon was only £2. It's not as if you've just had all those parking fines to pay. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Andy Cook. Andy Cook. Andy Cook. 3-1. Been a pleasure. Enjoyed it. You've enjoyed it? I've enjoyed it. I've got, I've got a feel-good factor now. I'm a little bit sick in my mouth, but a feel-good factor for Saturday. I want you to have one of those socks ones as well. We'll have it off there. Yeah, have <laughs> And um, thank you very much, everyone. Fingers crossed, three points on Saturday from Joe, from myself. Take care, have a great weekend. Bye bye.